Blog Talk Radio. So uh, it's faith-based. It's so you're involved with faithism, not atheism, right? It was that you said, saying that you know a lot of Christians, um, they maybe text or they maybe email you, and you know they was pretty much scared of you. And I said, oh, okay, a challenge, okay. No, I believe the Bible. I don't believe the Bible is saying that slavery is okay because it gives instructions about how to handle slavery. Andrew, that's faith. You just said you accept evolution, evolution theory. So that's faith. You got faith in a theory. By any chance, are you gay? Uh, what do you think about bow totes? Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you so much for your patience and for coming back and joining me here again on the Atheist Roundtable. We're going to make this again a weekly live call-in show about atheism and agnosticism and belief and non-belief. Just a whole bunch of other things that flow into your host stream of consciousness for a half hour or so every Sunday night at 11 p.m. here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host. My name is Andrew Garber. Send me your friend requests on Facebook. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable. And don't forget me to get to send me your oh-so-coveted five-star reviews on iTunes. I do so covet all those reviews on iTunes. Uh, I, I, I took a bit of a hiatus from the show. I took a long break. Uh, I had to move. Well, I didn't have to move, but I bought a house, and so it was a really good idea for me to move out of one house and then into another, and that just took a whole lot of effort. Holy mackerel, that was a lot of work. So I just, by the time that, that, that I'd be done for the day, I'd just flop into a chair and then not want to move. I couldn't even talk. I was that tired. It's really hard to imagine me so tired that I can't talk. It actually happened during the time I was trying to move. Now that's over, and I'm in my new house. I like my new house. It's wonderful. It's great. I thought I was going to have a place for to be like a studio somewhere in my new house. That doesn't seem to be working out, so I'm back in my bedroom, but it's a new bedroom, and, and, and I like it. So there, there you go. Tonight what I wanted to talk about was this idea between anti-theist or anti-theism. See, I think a lot of times uh, I have identified myself as an anti-theist. And I think that sometimes that gets misconstrued. I think sometimes people misunderstand what I mean by that. I'm describing myself being anti-theism. Okay? I'm not saying that I'm anti-theist. Like, I'm not against other theists, right? What I'm saying is that I'm against theism, and so when I refer to myself, I would say that I am an anti-theist. But I don't mean to say that I think that the people are bad. What I'm trying to say is that I think the ideas are bad, that theism, that holding the belief that there is a personal God is bad. And I think I, I think I get confused sometimes. I think people get confused when they're relating to me uh, or when I'm trying to relate to them over my anti-theistic ideas, okay? I think they get a little bit um, bothered by the idea that I might think that theists are dumb, are evil, are bad, are stupid, okay? 
I don't think any of those things. I don't think theists are dumb, bad, evil, or stupid. I don't think theists um, are just crazy, whack jobs. I don't think that theists are bad people because they hold bad ideas. It's not the people. It's the ideas. And I, I try to say this in a lot of different ways. You know, I try to put it out there in a lot of different ways, like saying that people are better than their religion. Right? I'll say that all the time, that I think that people are better than their religion. What I mean by that is that people good, right? Theism, bad, right? Okay? So not anti-theist, but anti-theism. But that gets confusing sometimes. Still, I think. You know? What is it that I think is good, that I think is bad in ideas? How do you separate the ideas from the people, especially, especially when you're talking about the idea of a personal belief in a personal kind of God, right? The people that hold those beliefs don't just hold those beliefs casually. You know what I mean? It's not like, yes, and McDonald's is better than Burger King kind of beliefs. Okay, they're not just opinions, right? These are ideas upon which they base their values, or they will say they base their values. I don't, I don't know if I actually buy that they actually base their values, but they say that they base their morality, their values, the things that they hold near and dear to themselves, they say that those things are defined by their theism. So, when I try to say, but theism is bad, right, right, then it's real easy. It's real easy to make the real short jump to saying that the things that you hold dear, the things that you like, the things that you value are bad, right? It's real easy to make that jump. And, that, that, and, and I get it, okay, but it's the wrong jump. It's the jump in the wrong direction. I don't think that the things that they that they like are bad, right? It's, it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing to like your fellow person, to hold human values as important, to value things like liberty and justice and equality and love and charity and compassion and generosity, all of these things, right, that, they, that a theist would claim comes from theology, sure. Those are great things. And I just don't think that they actually come from theology. I don't think that they really come from that. And that's the issue, right? So I have to try to find a way to get them to see the difference between the ideas that I think are dangerous, harmful, person that I see in front of me who is good and generous, kind, passionate. I think that, uh, I think it's hard. You know, when I was a believer, back in the days when I held these kinds of beliefs, if you told me that theism was a harmful, dangerous idea, I, I, I don't know what I would have said. I, I would have lost my damn mind. I would have thought that you would have, would have would 
trying to tell me that the reason that I love my parents, love my family, that I'm good to my friends, that I try to show compassion and, 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 and good will towards other people, that the reason that I have that is because it's bad. It comes from a bad place, right? But I don't think that. I think that uh, I think that's just a bad idea. I, I think that's the wrong leap to take from me saying that theism is bad to, and therefore my values are bad. I just think that's the wrong way, and I and I need a way then to try to to switch this around. I try to paint my cat my idea, uh, the values that they hold as something that comes from somewhere else. It, 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 it doesn't matter exactly, I don't think it matters exactly where it comes from. I just need to show that it doesn't necessarily come from theism. And, and I don't think that's, uh, I don't think that's an incredibly difficult thing to do. I mean, theism is even more broad a term than Christianity, right? Than Islam, than Hinduism, right? And each of these have so, so, so many different variations. You know, I, I hear a lot of people say that, you know, if you if you have four Christians in a room, uh, and you get them to talk about their Christianity and, and try to define the kind of Christian that they are, I, that, that, that you will have five, no less than five versions of Christianity come out of that. You'll have the four that each one brought in with them and the fifth one that came as a conglomerate of the other four as they began to discuss them, right? And I, and I really believe that's true, that it's not that that, that, that religion and that Theism is as varied as that. Um, it's uh, it, 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 it's it's so ambiguous. It's so uh, ill-defined. It's not like a thing. It's not like uh, racism, for example. Racism is something that can be defined, and 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 and, and I, I get that you know race is an illusion, right? Okay. But uh, still, you there, there's a clear line of otherness that 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 is drawn there. With with religion, I think that that line of otherness gets blurred, and I think that it's within that blur then that uh, that the best way to show that values don't necessarily come from theism can be done, right? To work within that blur of where stuff is, of where that otherness is. Well, if it doesn't come from theism, where does it come from? Well, it comes from an other, and look at how blurry other is. And it doesn't matter where in that blur it is. It's just not theism. I really think that it comes from humanism, right? I really think that it comes from a shared sense of empathy and compassion, a shared sense of wanting to be a good person, of wanting to do the right thing, a very, very, 
basic ideas that we all hold, that we all want to be good people, that we all want to do the right thing, that we are looking for that right thing to do, to be good people and to do good things, to, to, to leave an impact on whatever part of the world we can, and that's a, that's a positive impact. And I think that when we, and, and I think that underscores the, the, the danger, the, the harm that, that theism can cause because it hijacks that very basic stuff and takes it wherever the heck it needs it to go. Uh, it can make people who think that their basic uh, values center on love, to make people who think that that basic values center on love turn around and hate people who are just slightly different than they are. Um, as a side note, I'll, I'll say that I open a chat room during while, while I do the podcast, but I mentioned at the beginning of each one of my podcasts but I do a stream of consciousness kind of rant on the podcast. And while I love the fact that, uh, that, that people might be chatting in the, in the chat room at the time, there is no possible way that I am smart enough to be able to both read comments and type and talk at the same time. I can barely stand and talk, actually, at the same time. I have to, like, walk around, so I'm constantly moving in order to... Uh, in order to not fall down and hurt myself. Uh, but but if you want to toss things in the chat room, uh, please uh, feel free. Go ahead. Uh, by the way, you can always send emails to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. And if, you feel, if uh, 11 p.m. on Sunday evening just isn't the time that you ever want to talk to me and you don't want to put fingers to keyboards, you can leave me a voicemail by dialing 765-280-3066. That's 765-280-3066. That's, that's the voicemail line for the Atheist Roundtable. Oh, and see, it's been so long since I've been on the air, I never actually said that if you want to call the show when the show is live, then you call 347-838-8342, and then I put you on the line, and then we're, and then we're live. That's how that works. It has been over a month, I think. Since I did my last show, so it's I'm a uh, and, and I was never really good at it anyway. So uh, so just uh, completely ignore all that. Look, I think that look one of the things that I always wanted to do with this podcast is is to try to talk to believers, to try to talk to people of the faith about the faith that they hold, and I've done it a couple of times. Uh, on the show, I've, I've had a couple of calls. Uh, I called gospel billboards. I think I'm gonna, I, I went on a podcast once, and I said that I really was not going to reach out to um, to to Christians, to believers, and bring them on my show. That that was not a thing that I wanted. I wanted them to come to me. I think I'm going to rethink that position. I really think that what I'm going to start doing uh, is starting to reach out to see if there are Christians who want to come on an atheist podcast who want to talk about religion. Now, I I did reach out to a couple of them uh, who made the interweb 
news feed, right? I, mean, I, I reached out to a couple of those guys as those uh, for, uh, as uh, the friendly atheist would would post about them, or or maybe JT Everhart I think might post about somebody. I might reach out to that particular person who was making the news. I called uh, Gospel Billboards that one time. That was that was a lot of fun. I might do that again. Um, I'm thinking about reaching out to more people, particularly because of the feedback that I got from the call to Gospel Billboards. Um, that's my approach, guys. That's 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 the kind of anti-theism that I am going to bring to any conversation. That's as harsh as I intend to be. Um, and and it's not harsh at all. It's it, it's just the opposite. And I think that I, I I'm not as smart as Bobby Carey, for example, in in as as far as the Bible is concerned. And I'm not as good as Bill Robbins is with counter apologetics. But I think that um but I think that I I can have a conversation with believers in a way that might be constructive, that might be at least educational for for people who listen to the podcast and maybe even for the person that I'm having the conversation with as well. Um, so I wanted to try, I'm, I'm going to try, but I can't guarantee that they're going to come on. In fact, I sent a few emails out and, uh, well, I got nothing. I got crickets, okay? Uh, and I guess I guess I can't be surprised. Um, there are plenty of uh, vocal atheists who say things that are uh, less than cordial <laughs> about the faith community. There are, and those and those guys tend to get the publicity, and, and, and they should, okay? There are plenty of reasons that atheists should be mad at the faith community. Um, I just think that, uh, I just think that sometimes a calmer, more civil conversation is 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 more productive. I had a lot of those conversations when I was coming out of the faith. I had a lot of those conversations with with different people of different faiths. And the more the people were willing to have civil, decent conversations with me, the more I felt comfortable in asking, well, at the time, really dumb questions. Um then they would tell me that they were really dumb questions and then give me really dumb answers for my really dumb questions. And it worked out really, really well. It, it gave me the encouragement to go out and ask new questions, to find new answers. And I really think that's, that might be what I'm going to try to do uh, in the show in the future. <laughs> Believers or brainwashed folks. I don't think at all that believers are brainwashed. Um, I, I, I really don't. I mean, I get uh, childhood indoctrination, and I get the impact that 
that can have on a young person. And I get how insidious it can be to instill in a child a fear of eternal torment. Okay, I get that. I, I wouldn't go with so far as to say brainwashed, maybe conditioned, maybe programmed, uh, maybe kind of that Pavlov's dog kind of response. You know, I mean, you ring the bell and you and you start to to salivate. You know what I mean? Uh, you you say the Jesus and your heart palpitates or something. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I think it's it's a conditioned response. It's a learned response. I don't know I don't know if I go so far as to say brainwashed. Believers are brainwashed. I think that they are conditioned. And I think that um I think that's part of the anger, actually, of uh, that, that that atheists feel, or that apostates specifically feel, when they leave faith behind. You know, when they look back and they realize that somebody had been ringing a bell and that they were they, they were salivating, and that all of this was a conditioned response so that somebody else could have some semblance of power in a community. Um, I really think that. Um, uh, that that fuels that anger, right? When you look back and realize, well, somebody was just ringing my bell. Somebody's been ringing my bell for years, and not only was I salivating, but I was I was enjoying it. I was looking forward to somebody next week ringing my bell. I, I think that when you look back and realize that 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 that, that fuels a lot of anger. I mean, I get that. Uh, that someone would have been manipulating you at that level for so long. That's, that's, that's a lot, that, that's really powerful. But I don't, I don't know, I don't know if brainwash is the right word. Um, you know, and, and, that, and that's kind of what I mean when I say anti-theism versus anti-theist. Um, I really want to be able to never lose the ability to empathize with the theist, to, to, to remember that I was once one of them, right? That I didn't get any smarter when I became an atheist. My IQ went up zero points. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't have some kind of magical revelation from the heavens to become an atheist, right? That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Um, it wasn't anything like that. No, it, 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 in fact, it was quite the opposite. It was it was a long, slow, torturous process of asking questions, getting answers, trying to be just just trying to uh, become better. Uh, I've got about five minutes, six minutes left, but uh, it's outer space, boy. But if you want to call in. Blog Talk Radio gives me about 10 minutes of leeway so we can talk for about 15 minutes if you called right now. Just saying. If you called 347-838-8342 right now, we would have about 15 minutes. And then they just cut me off. 
because they wouldn't let me talk anymore. Um, I'm afraid that I am a cheap, lazy bastard, and that's why I use Blog Talk Radio's free version, right? They give me a half an hour and uh, for free, and then um, and, and, and then that's, that's all it is. Oh, wait, I think, I think I might have you on the line here. This is area code 850. You're on, you're on the air. Who's this? Hey, this is Al. How you doing? Al, hi. Uh, I'm doing well. Hey, I, I wasn't trying to call brainwashed. I was just trying to say, you know, when when um, when I when I think about everything, you know, about like Christianity, like Christianity turns more people sour than it turns them better Christians, and it, it, I guess conditioning maybe is a better word for things because like when when you when you think about christianity everything about them is money power do you know what i'm saying it's not it's not about god it's about you know what i mean me 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 if that makes well, sense to I, you no it, well it, it it makes sense but i think i i, I have a lot of I, I talk to a lot of Christians who you, you, uh, the, the whole non-denominational phenomenon, right, grew out of we don't want to be part of any giant big organization. Now it's a giant big organization. That's beside the point. It grew exactly. out of the idea that it grew out of the idea that we don't want to be a part of a giant Baptist or Methodist kind of thing. We want to be able to be small enough to be able to do things just um, just by God, right? That, right. That we want to be able to just praise and sing and worship Jesus and be uh, good people and be out in the community and just be loving and happy. And, and, and they're, they're the people that will play like Eminem in their, in, in their ceremonies, which is just weird to me, but whatever. Right. right? It, it's not, right. not even more, it's any, any more weird than trying to cannibalize a, dead Jew, so it's, you know, Eminem, dead Jew, whatever you want to do. Uh, but I, I just think that there are plenty of Christians who recognize exactly what you just said and try to make Christianity better. And, and I agree that it's trying to put a polish on a turd. <laughs> but you can... <laughs> polish a turd and and get a good shine on it. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I don't know why you would want to. Right, right. And, and my whole thing about it is, like, and, and again, I'm not trying to knock anybody's religion. You know what I mean? But if this whole thing about, like, if you talk to a Christian, and, like, if you, if you read a book, any, pick any book out of a bookstore, What I don't understand about Christianity is they'll take one part of this Bible verse and then one part of this Bible verse and one part of this Bible verse. So they'll try to make the Bible say what they want to say. Now try that with a textbook of today, and it doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Take take a a Bible or I'm sorry, a a sentence out of this paragraph and and move over six chapters and take a sentence out of this paragraph. Well, I can I can make anything say anything if I want to. Oh sure, oh sure. You could you could do it with Harry Potter. You can do it with anything. Uh, 
whenever well, sure. someone whenever someone starts cherry picking the Bible, um, I always re- try to remind myself that it says far more about the person which verses they've picked than it says about the book itself. The book itself, exactly, exactly. But I, I, right. I was I was talking to a to a Christian. Um, once and said that there are only two verses in the Bible that he can crap about. There's 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 a line that says you should love God, and there's another line somewhere that says you should love other people, and the rest of the whole damn book is just crap. And I, I was thinking, well, that's four words out of a whole book. I bet you're telling me way more about you and what you value and how and, and what you want to do in order to make make you a good person than than anything about this religion. And and that's what I mean about people being so much better than their religion. Um, it's it's refreshing right. to hear people pick nice versions, uh, verses out of the Bible. There are plenty of them. It's, it's sure. terrifying. And the, and the thing is, is you get one of these so-called Christians off, they're still smoking dope, drinking beer, they're doing everything else that everybody else is doing, but yet when the preacher comes over, they're the ones running around putting everything away, hiding everything, and then putting the smiling faces on and putting the act on when he walks in the door. <laughs> well, and that's that's the truth. <laughs> to, to, to be fair, um, to be fair, I, I might do the same thing at work when the boss is away. Uh, well, okay, is, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is possible that there might be more personal calls when the boss is in a meeting versus when a boss is not. <laughs> right, um, right. Okay, okay. I get you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I kind, I kind of get it. Uh, but you know, I, I just think that. Um, And I'm not trying to Christian bash. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you're going to read the Bible and you're going to preach the Bible, then act the Bible. Sure. Yeah, I I think that uh, I I think that a lot of well, how many Christians have actually read the Bible? How many how many really have? Very few. Um, Right. When people ask me what book I read to become an atheist was, I always tell them it was the Bible. I don't know anyone. No, and I'm serious here. I I can't think of anyone who actually started in Genesis and ended in Revelation and didn't put the book down. Going, what the heck did I just read? Um, yeah. I remember being told as a kid that if I went to to church every Sunday, after three or five years, I will have read the entire Bible. Well, that's not entirely true. The verses that are used in church are recycled, to be sure. That's not the whole Bible. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Whole books that are never even touched. <laughs> right. 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 So, uh, but yeah, and, and that 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 again is what I mean by you know, you put four Christians in a room, you're going to have them exit with five different versions of. Of, of, of religion before they went in with, and the one that they came together and made while they were talking about it in the room. Uh, they, right. You know, um, 
the uh, th- this is where they get this is where they think they get their morals and their values. Um, it's where they've been taught to think they, that's where they get their morals and values. It's just not. Um, it, it, right. It's not at all. If, if, if we can if right. we can help them see that that's not where they get it, then they don't need it. <laughs> right. Um, right. Right. And that's that's what I don't understand. You know, like I I do believe that there is a higher power. What it is, you know, I don't really know. I mean, you talk to, you know, like you said, Buddha, you know, I mean, do you know what I mean? The Catholics say one thing, the Lutherans say another. I mean, you know what I mean? There's so many different religions. It's, you know, but of course there is some sort of a higher power, but what it is or, you know, I don't know, to be honest with you, but, you know, who am I to say? Sure. Yeah. And, and I think that, um, I think that when we're looking for what's real, um, when, when, we're, when we're talking about, well, now I, I need to be able to make sure that um, the things that I believe are, are actually true. Um, and we're not going to rely on something as flimsy as faith. Um, right. Th- th- then, we can, then, we, then we can start having real in-depth conversations about why we believe what we believe um, and, and, and and come to the realization. I think for a lot of people, they believe what they believe because they think that if they don't believe it, that they won't have a basis for their values, their morals. It's why everybody asks, how can you atheists be moral? Why aren't you out there raping and killing everybody? Um, what, how can an atheist have meaning in their life? Those are the questions I get all the time. And they come from a place of, well, fear. They come from a place of, well, that, but that's where I've been told I get these things. Um, and, and I think that if, but then all we need to do is say, well, you don't really get them from there. You, you get them from a, from, an, from a desire to be a nice person. You get them from right. empathy and compassion. And you already had those things before you ever opened up that book. You already had all sure. those things, and they're and they're fine. Sure, sure. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, interesting. Friend, I, it, well, it was it was great talking to you, but I'm afraid that uh, that I'm uh, completely out of time here. I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm going to have to let you go so uh, because, well, Law Talk's about to cut me off, and uh, I've got right. to uh, I'm going to I'm going to head to bed is what I want to do. All right. I'll look for your show tonight. next time. Thanks. All right. Thanks so much for joining me. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So thanks again for joining me tonight. Take care of yourselves because God isn't here. We are. Good night. Like the fan page for the Atheist Roundtable at Slash Atheist Roundtable on Facebook or find your host at Slash Andrew the Atheist. Send all of your email to andrewtheatheist at gmail.com. This podcast is the official podcast of atheists, humanists, and agnostics of the Wabash Valley. Find us on Facebook for monthly meetups. Music for this episode is provided, as always, by Dick Richards. Thank you, Dick. God is here. We are. Take care of yourselves.